Roleplaying Grenade is making an action horror podcast. Violent imagery, adult language, and graphic situations may occur. And as such, listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Role-Playing Grenade podcast. My name is Ryan Gregg. As always, I'm the director. We are, as always, for now at least, playing a game called Knights Black Agents by Kenneth Haidt. Uh, it is published by Pelgrane Press. It uses the gumshoe system. And let's go around and introduce everyone. Hunter. Hey, I'm uh, Hunter O'Gwyn, and I'm going to be playing Tyne Walker um, in X. A mortician from New Zealand who, um, whose family was murdered, he is framed for it, and now he's living in the Ukraine as a black market um, surgeon. Wes. Yeah, my name's Wes Johnson. I'm playing Strom Alexander, the uh, smooth-talking, quick-driving former DEA retiree, uh, just working to set up contacts and take down vampires. And Tyler. Hi, I'm Tyler. I'm playing Tyson Garum. Uh... A former CIA infiltration expert who uh, prefers tech to talk. What a catchphrase. Okay, so last time we were all together, and I use that loosely, you guys had visited Club Molnia, spied on the Shulkov son, got eyes on Litovich, and then at that point everyone was heading back to or meeting back at the Quonset Hut safe house. Tane had been at that point met by Strom and Yitzhak, who is not with us tonight, and Tyson were on the way back. I think the camera's going to open right there as the four of you sitting in the Quonset hut. Yitzhak is, after a night of drinking, just sitting on the couch, half passed out, not really paying attention. The three of you, what do you want to do? <clears throat> well, probably, uh, at what time is it now? I know we were there pretty late, or they were. Yeah, it's probably about 12.30, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'll do a little light reading on uh, vampire destruction and probably head to bed. Um, I'm going to do some uppers and um, stay up all night uh, doing more research on the um, blood samples I've got. Okay. I'll spend a little bit of time just working on, uh, you know, small bugs, making, making things that I can use to listen with before I go to bed. Okay, so you're just killing time then. Then the next day, what do you guys want to do? Yes. Uh. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, if, if there's nothing that night, then we'll go to the next day. Yeah, so, I mean... Do we I'd get like any just... rest? Or, I mean, not me, but is there any healing or rest for anyone? Or and, and since I wasn't here last time, did we have any rest or anything from then? So you would have gotten two points of uh, health back? Due to just resting at the safe house all day. And I, I, and I always forget how to regenerate our different points, our general or intellectual points. So your general, all of your uh, physical abilities, so athletics, any fighting, any, <clears throat> any of that stuff, uh, is re restores every 24 hours. So by noon, this the day we're on now, uh, we'll... Do that again. 
if if there's any that needed spent, which I don't think I ended up using any other than interpersonal abilities and that one technical. But uh, yeah, so every every 24 hours we get back our our uh, physical abilities, and then we get back our standard. And if you sat in a safe house for 24 hours not doing anything, you get back any three abilities, right? Yes. Or three three points worth of any abilities. And then, uh, so you would get that back, Hunter. And then, yeah, so that's where we would be for recovery. Thank you. Thank you. And when you say physical, is it just like athletics and weapons and stuff? Or is it all general abilities? So any uh, any physical. So, like, I believe it would be like athletics. Infiltration. Driving. Um, conceal. Uh, hand-to-hand. Conceal. That, that I think that's up to the director. Athletics, driving, hand-to-hand, piloting, shooting, and weapons. That's what refreshes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So it's the next day. What are our leads? <laughs> well, so as of right now, um, I know last night we had talked about going back to Club Moya when no one was around and getting into the office to see what we could find. <clears throat> and we also wanted to follow uh, Shulkov's son and try to either take him out or take him in type of deal. What? Take him out, like, to dinner? No. As I recall no, from that conversation we overheard, uh, the like police chief essentially was there and was uh, but didn't sound super stoked about being more or less forced into help, uh, you know, being on their side at this point. Police captain, but yeah, <laughs> uh. Yeah, he. So that was another thing that we were gonna look at trying to, trying to flip Brevdeck. Uh, all right, all right. So we're gonna to try us. to break into a club to steal some information, or follow a guy and kidnap him or kill him, and or try to flip a policeman, uh, so that um he's no longer under the thumb of the Brockler. Yeah, yeah. That that sounds about. All right, all right. Uh, I'm on the same page then. Um, well, I would like to opt out of talking to a policeman, Bob Yanko. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we also still have him to deal with, and I I point over to the guy that we still have chained up that had tried to kidnap our good friend Tyson here. Oh, um. How many days has it been since we um, nabbed that guy? One and a half. And um, we haven't fed him? Has he weed himself? I mean, he's not my responsibility. Oh. Oh, my bad. I've never had a pet. I mean, you're here all night with him. Did you not let him take a leak or eat? Uh, frankly, I forgot he was back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That makes sense. You were pretty messed up. All I know... What can I say? I'm married to my work. All I know is that I don't want him to be around. Well, yeah, he definitely seems like, uh, for lack of a better term, your problem there, Tyson. What are we doing with him? The problem is him being my problem extends to me being your problem. So well, I mean, get on with it. I'm not here to fuck spiders. Look, I'm not saying that he needs to die, but do you have some kind of uh, uh, anesthetic that might also be, you know, might make him lose, have, have a lapse in memory, lose a couple of days, maybe? You want me to try to somehow induce an amnesiac effect? Yeah. I'm, I deal with drugs. I'm not a miracle worker, all right? I mean, <clears throat> even if he loses these last couple days, won't his brother just fill him in on what the fuck happened? Yeah, but they won't have as many leads. They won't have safe houses. They won't have your guys' faces. Yeah, my, the problem I have is that they found us pretty damn easily when we were just out and about in the city, regardless of whether or not they knew who we were. And that's kind of my fault. Uh, we've been being noisy. And, you know, uh, we'll tone that down a little bit. And I think that people will keep following us. Now, I'm not saying that we don't kill him either. All right. Because he's definitely going to be an issue coming up. But he's going to continue being an issue. Well, uh, Jakob is going to continue being an issue whether uh, we kill his brother or not. Well, you know, for me, there's no end like a loose end, uh, so I, I have no problem with the uh, disposing of this fella. I mean, weren't we supposed to extract information or something out of him first? I don't know how much he knows about what's going on with what we've been dealing with versus how much uh, he was just kind of here to shit on me. It seems very much like Hugh had heard about you and was coming to find you. Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt a lot like. Um, also, I've heard that mass amounts of benzodiazepines, especially when combined with alcohol, can induce uh, amnesia. Well, okay, yeah, the, the Bursette is used for that specifically. Yeah, unfortunately, um, the um, uh, all that's actual rather sketchy. You're not going to know how much of the memory is going to be lost. You're not going to know which parts of the memory are going to be lost. It's it's actually it's not an exact science. That might be better though, right? I mean that he forgot like his uncle's face and all his mother's maiden name, but still remembers us clearly. Or remembers us, forgets his brother, forgets the last couple of days, but has like a general idea of who we are. But, uh, you know, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Doc, a lot of the times that type of amnesia gets restored over time. I mean, generally most amnesia gets restored over time. I mean, it's usually just, you know, time and patience, which, you know, I'm sure that he's got connections that he'd be able to get the proper care. Yeah, likely. Now... A mixture of these types of drugs and forms of hypnosis, on the other hand, might be able to help, but once again, also not a science. Are you a hypnotist? I mean, 
Anyone can be a hypnotist. Okay. You just get a watch, right? <laughs> you know, you make it make a nice, deep, low, grumbly voice and try to sound all soothing, all ASMR style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like we're we're trying to put a band-aid on an axe wound. You know, uh, it might just be kind of in our best interest to pursue something outside of Kiev. Alright, so I've got... This might make me look like a badder guy than you. With the sense that, um, you know, you guys just want to, like, you know, ask him, get rid of him. Which, you know, definitely solves our problem. You put it, you know, tidies it up in a nice little bag. Um, what if we keep him as bait? You know, we're dealing with bloodsuckers, right? That fit. Oh, suddenly, suddenly you fucking believe in the vampire stuff now, huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, whether they're vampires or they're, you know, psychotic and have a blood fetish, either way, they like blood. That feels pretty, like, to the core evil to do to somebody. Mate, do you know what you do when you got coyotes uh, hunting your, your flock? Hmm? Hmm? You leave one out to draw it out so you can kill it. Same thing. I used to work on a farm back when I was young. So the intent then is to keep this sheep, as he were, alive and kill the coyotes rather than feeding him to the coyotes. Well, I mean, sometimes it happens, you know. Well, it's better to have one that's expendable, and, you know, your prize, you know, number one sheep. All right. I mean, I might make it look like the bad guy, but, I mean, if we're already going to be disposing of him, I mean, why don't we something use out of him? God, that's dark. I need a nap. <clears throat> the only thing with that, then we have to keep him alive, we have to feed him, we have to care for him, we have to transport him to wherever it is we're going to be going. Oh. Probably. Hey, now, that, that's the easy part. That's just a medically induced coma and an IV drip. <sighs> Shove a catheter up in there? Yeah, we're fine. Well, I, I personally will not be handling anybody's catheter. You say that now. Wait another decade. Or piss bags or shit bags. Or anything in between. <laughs> well, it's unfortunate that he didn't just die when you know, he was trying to take me. I know, it was really unfortunate that my fresca did not cause enough blunt force damage. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe you put a goddamn fresca at that guy. By the way, we are not endorsed by Fresca. <laughs> we, we, Fucking not we, we yet. We are not getting paid by Fresca. Hell, I don't even like Fresca, personally. But it can be, a, it, you know, to each their own. But this character loves it. But also Fresca. I mean. Monster. Yeah. I, for one, would not. I prefer not to have to deal with this guy going down the road. Oh, and um, Tyson, what do you want to do with him? He's uh, your bugger. I mean, I suppose let's deal with him then. We can't have loose ends following us. One more enemy alive is one more enemy to put a knife in your back. 
I'll go over to uh to the brother whose name I can't remember at this particular moment. Uh, Daniel. How do you want to die? What? How would you like to die? Preferably at 86, uh, while fucking a much younger person. <laughs> right. His options are kind of limited currently. Uh, he takes a deep breath and he goes, yeah, really? Do you have religious yeah. stipulations that you would prefer that I kill you in a particular fashion? As says, you can be buried or... I don't think anyone has any religious stipulations that say, I want to be killed this way. <laughs> sure, but there's probably... <laughs> I don't want to be killed this way. Bad person, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson, I'm going to go ahead and go with the this is a fucked up question to ask the guy you're about to kill. Is it? Yeah, I'm going to now form a religion that makes it so it's like I would prefer not to have any testicular uh, manipulation or... um, (laughs) Just so it's in my religion. Hey, you can't kill me by nut shots, right? I just mean like, you know, if I quietly put a bullet through the back of his head and kill him quickly... uh. Is that going to be... Hey, mate, would you like a bullet to your brain or maybe a drug overdose? <laughs> I mean, we've got options. Yeah. Would you like to be stabbed 38 times? He like, looks at you, you really just... He kind of takes a deep breath and looks at you, Tyson, mm-hmm. and just stares right in your eyes and goes, if you're going to kill me, Tyson, like this, you make it quick and you put me in a box and send me home to my mother. You owe her that. You know this man. You worked with this man for at least a time. You know his brother. You know his family. Mm-hmm. So, there is that happening. Before Listeners you flipped on him, you guys were at least co-workers. Maybe not best friends, I, but you guys ran together before you flipped on I him. I do pose the alternative, then. That is wrong to do to her, if nothing else. I leave here. Okay, I leave you where you are. Leave here. We'll have to burn this place. I mean, not literally. Calm down, you suck. Uh, and we can call somebody in anonymously to, you know, come help you. And you leave me the fuck alone for at least, like, a while. I'm dealing with some shit right now, dude. I can't fucking deal with you two. Sounds like you gotta make a... Persuasion? Hmm. Yeah, we can't deal with your bullshit. We're dealing with fucking vampires, apparently. Yeah, that'd be, what, a negotiation roll? I mean, it seems like it. Or just to spend. You know, what do you want to spend for this? Uh, it sounds like negotiation from the way you're talking. Yes, that would be, what, interpersonal negotiation? I'm not so good at negotiation. Uh, can I try and make a reassurance roll that, you know, leave me alone and I'll let you live? I mean, I think it's just to spend. I don't think you need to roll anything. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll spend the negotiation. Okay. All right, listen here. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to go steal a car. I'm going to put you in the back of that car. Our friend here, and I nod over to Tane, is going to put an IV drip to make sure that you don't dehydrate in the trunk of the car until you're found. I'm going to leave you in the middle of the city, away from where we are, and where you know we are, or think you might know where we are. That's what's happening. You leave us the fuck alone, or next time we kill you, we hunt down your brother, we kill him, and we send your heads back home to your mother. How'd that be? 
So I'll um I'll just take your arm then. <laughs> you spare me, you will take. You will get time. We can make that trade, Tyson. But you still owe us. You still owe my brother. I understand. And perfect. And I hit him as hard as I can in an attempt to just knock him the fuck out. He's cold cocked and he just slumps there. I mean, he's still hanging from chains. hasn't eaten for a day. Yeah. Oh, man. You know that's a concussion, right? I mean, it's not like the movies. Every time someone Shut gets knocked out... Shut the fuck up and get him the goddamn IV drip. Stabby, stabby. I'm going to find a... Put a note that's basically like, you know, uh, I know you know where my door is. Feel free to come knocking in three months. Give me that much time at least. And then I'll throw it in like the, you know, jacket pocket and let them deal with him. And I'm going to go steal a shitty car in the fucking not too far away. <laughs> yeah. Give me a, she goes, spend a driving point for me. And we get a nice, you know, couple of cutaway shots of you finding just a, you know, whatever the equivalent of like a 1985 fucking. Toyota Camry is. It might be a Toyota. Maybe you just find a 1985 Toyota Camry. Just like. Find like a fucking Hugo. <laughs> a little Pinto. A Hugo? With a Y? Yeah, whatever. Those lemon cars. <laughs> Hugo. Um, yeah, you throw them in the back of a Hugo. It's very small. Um, you ditch it in some reasonably well-trafficked part of the town. It's going to be found in a day, you know going to get six tickets in a boot and hopefully he'll wake up and start kicking around inside and he's left and Daniel Brosnashek is in the wind we leave him leave him with like one bag of the worst like the plain Doritos <laughs> so that if he wakes up he can at least eat those <laughs> the real torture I mean I should but, forget out you know kick out a tail lot. I'm sure I'll get someone's attention but we'll we'll put him in a cool ranch bag so it really fucks with his mind when he eats the plain ass Doritos. <laughs> and also they will have been sitting open for like a day, so they're stale. Yeah, he won't be happy. So uh listeners at home, um we are not good people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. By the time they hear this, they've heard the first couple episodes where you torture people, <laughs> yeah, discuss brutally murdering them. And cold blood, and only stops like, oh, I guess there'd be a negative game mechanic for that. I will leave <laughs> yeah. him alive, I guess. <laughs> hey, okay. See, li- I, I tortured a guy with popcorn, okay? Literally the only reason I didn't murder him is because if I didn't roll well, I would have gone insane. <laughs> wait, wait, there's mental repercussions to murder? I had no idea. We're spies! We kill people all the time! We Who's we? I mean, we don't murder people all the time, though. Fine line between assassination and murder. Mostly has to do with the paycheck. <laughs> you, 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 you ran this man down. <laughs> he was kidding. He was running away. I didn't do that shit. I left. Who? Tain, uh, oh, Tain not, made sure yeah. you guys got oh, it. Oh, okay. Tain and Yutzik. Yeah, with a fresh guy and shoot him or run him over or anything dangerous. Just, you know, a, a cold, hard beverage. <laughs> Given the chance, you would have let that beverage be lethal. I mean, I was hoping for a headshot just to knock him out and give him a concussion knowingly. Fun-cushion. 
<laughs> uncushion. <laughs> I like that term, uncushion. That's when you remove a concussion. You just uncushion him. <laughs> I, I said fun cushion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's better. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's our next moves? I know we still got to get down to the the port as well, right? To, uh, shoot, what was that place called? Odessa. Odessa. Yes, you know there's the docks in Odessa on the Black Sea. Um, is something you know about. There's a couple others. You know, there's still that key. Litovich, Boyard. All right, so there's supposed to be what a um, uh, uh, a delivery right to Odessa. There was a pickup. A pickup. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So. The key, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to figure out what the fuck this big fancy key goes to, but I'm no locksmith, so maybe we we take the key to a locksmith? I mean, <laughs> you steal a lot of cars. Do you know any locksmiths? No, I just, I just know how cars right. work and how to open those doors. Well, um, let's see, Wes, you've got archaeology. Oh, true. Tyson, you've got uh, Tyson, you've got architecture and art history. Um, if art history applies, I'll uh, I'll make a spend for it. Well, it's a little more architecture. Well, then, um, yeah, definitely. So, between the two of you, with archaeology and architecture, you learn something by finally sitting down and looking at this key. You learn something. It is a heavy wrought iron key, about six inches long. Um, you recognize it as a key used in the mid-18th century. It was used to secure municipal cemeteries in the Ukraine. Um, up at the top, there's a small, very faded, rubbed-down LH, which gives away that it's from the Lisa Hora, which is a hill in the center of Kiev, that is a very, very ancient cemetery and a very mixed occult reputation. God damn it. Um, the cemetery was built uh, in your readings between your occult studies at this point and your knowledge of archaeology, uh, Strom. Yeah. The cemetery was built about 150 years ago. Um, so sorry, it should have been mid-19th century, not the uh, 18th. I get my centuries mixed up um it was built about 150 years ago and it's austere below it at this point there's the remnants of an old czarist bunker or fortress that at this point is walled up you know um it was been a couple of different things over the years it was a small fortress when it was first built um then it became a storehouse during the cold war at this point it's really nothing that you know of um but you also know that Elisa Ora is reputedly be deeply haunted. When it was a czarist fortress, there were numerous executions. That's what happened there. That you took people there, they were in prison, and they were murdered. Well, executed. Because of that, um, it has always been popular with, you know, Saturday Night Satanists, um, kids dealing with witchcraft and Wicca and all that kind of fun stuff, you know, to go try and see what they can find out or do. Um, as well as the rumors of it actually being something. 
Well, and how far is this uh, place away from us? Oh, the Lisa Oda is in the middle of Kiev. So easy enough to travel to. So definitely something, yeah, something I'd, I'd prefer to do in the light of day. Um, yes, I understand that, but also this might be a, the the evening might be a better time to go if we're trying to find people who deal more with the evening. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there's a reason why he had this key, whether it's where they've been stashing guns and contraband or where they've been recruiting <laughs> recruiting other nefarious people <laughs> into their despicable bullshit. Like, we gotta figure it out. Plus, if we go in during the nighttime, we might be able to slip in with some uh, some other civilian groups and blend in a little bit more. Obviously, trying to maintain a low profile so that we don't put them uh, in risk of becoming soft targets. Anybody got any ideas? We could at least drive by during the day and get a look. At the cemetery? Yeah, just if there's any kind of uh, notable activity going on. I mean, if I'm going to visit a cemetery, it's definitely going to be during the day. Just because I don't want to trip on a headstone. That's a pack of leads. What do you guys want to do? Did we want to split up to take care of multiple um, events? No. Afraid of getting black bagged again, eh? Or just my neck bitten through. Uh, as that's already almost happened once. During the day. I am very interested in what this bunker holds, though. Man, man, I've been talking for a while and just realized my mic was on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my two cents were we definitely want to go during the day. Uh, you know... There, with it being a tourist attraction, chances are you spent that, that big of a cemetery. Uh, chances are there's going to be plenty of movement during the day. And we know that these blood-sucking freaks uh, really do not enjoy the uh, rays and UV uh, light of our beloved sun. Um, one, uh, one thing I, I do want to stress is that, um, let's say you take the key, you find, like, some sort of creepy mausoleum, can we agree that if you do open it up, to not go down there where it is dark until we're more prepared? You're all the wrong kinds of fun, Dan. I mean, I have my UV flashlight. I don't know what you guys spent your money on. Um, vitamin D? That's inappropriate, Tane. I mean, I could always just try and carefully fly my drone a little bit ahead of us so that I can we can at least get like a I mean, it you know, it makes a little bit of noise so we won't be surprising anybody that we're walking up on, but we also won't be getting surprised as we're walking through. 
possibly. So you want True. to give up the element of surprise, so that way we can surprise them with a drone instead of it being us. Well, depending on how deep and how thick this bunker is, I'm not going to be able to get a signal to my drone from up top, and we're going to have to be down there with it. I mean, we can always wait to hit the bunker with Yitzik, but if we're looking to get out of Kiev, I want to do this before we leave Kiev. Alright, so, I just want to, want to point this out that I'm taking Yitzik um, into a enclosed, tight-knit space. Um, might be bad, with his penchant for fire, and, um, you know, burning up all the oxygen in, uh, you know, tight confines underground. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we would just have to make some uh, stipulations pre going in there. Maybe we let him sleep it off, and we go down there without him, so that we don't explode to death. Yeah, exploding to death sounds. It terrible. does sound like my I mean, least favorite kind of exploding. I mean, on the other hand, I mean, if we encounter something that you know is ravenous as the last one. Or maybe um, as sentient and gun-toting as the recent one, um, maybe having the backup would be good. God, these are just tough. Just tough. I mean, a pickle. I mean, I know how to throw a flask full of gasoline at something and then a match, you know? Yeah, no, it's a match first. And then you throw it. See, this is why we need Yitzhak. Well, he, he's certainly <laughs> the expert, but... uh. If we need something to burn, I'm sure we can make it burn. Burn, baby, burn. Disco and we're burn. not necessarily... I'm not in such a huge rush anymore to get out of Kiev. I was mostly concerned about uh, the brothers, Brozmashek, coming and trying to bother me. But now that that's been dealt with, we're okay-ish. Yeah, he said he would give us time. I mean, your note, as heartwarming as it was, uh, doesn't guarantee any real amount oh, of sure, time. Oh, sure, certainly not. I mean, pretty much they're working on the honor system. But also, we, I mean, that's pretty much how we've always worked. Didn't super work out for them uh, the last time that they trusted that with me, but doesn't matter. What matters is... Uh, we haven't been being like super quiet while we've been at the, at the safe house and he's just been chained up in the same room or near us. Uh, so he's probably heard us say words like vampire and shit a couple of times. I, I literally yelled vampire like at him. Yeah. <laughs> We're dealing with vampires. Yeah, so, <laughs> um... So if anything, he's just going to think we're insane. Or at least me. Uh, yeah, or he's going to be like, uh, what, what is with these crazies? And then leave us alone for a little while because he's worried about us trying to drink his blood. <laughs> and whatever. I'm fine with that. Looking at you, Tane. <laughs> what? Nothing. Alright, and so, um, investigating the mausoleum, or thing, bunker, whatever, um, talk to a cop about switching sides, and um, what was the other one? Oh yeah, going, uh, checking up a pickup, 
at um, in Odessa. Or breaking into the nightclub. And uh, trying to pilfer through the information. Well, I think we let our tech specialist uh, pilfer through the information, so I mean, that should be an easy one. Let's, let's walk our way up to the hard stuff, you know. Let's, let's take care of the nice, easy-peasy mission now. You know, build up to it. Get all our side missions done before we go for the main quest. Uh, what, you think this is some fucking game? That we're just characters in some elaborate scheme that some random person is dictating to us? I mean, it's about as believable as God. I mean, if vampires are real, the devil's gotta be, right? Um, vampires or genetic mutation, I mean, potato, potato. I'm, da- I'm down for whichever one we- we'd prefer. I just know if we're hitting the mausoleum burial site, whatever we want to call it, uh, it's got to be during the day, which we also want to hit the office during the day while people <clears throat> aren't there. I mean, hey, it's what, noon? We got plenty of daylight. Let's do both. Let's go break in. Let's start there and see where we get. Okay, so we're heading to the Club Molnia. Yes. 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 Sounds like a guy dictating this elaborate story to us. <laughs> God. Are either of you any good at picking locks? Am I good at picking locks? I think I am. Yeah, you are. Be yeah. Infiltration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tyler, am you I? described yourself as an infiltrator at the beginning of this episode. I, I mostly think of the digital side of stuff. <laughs> Guys, guys, I can't hack the door. Turn the knob. Oh, shit. Well, damn. You have lockpicks in your pocket. Damn manual bullshit. <laughs> Back in my day, locks were an analog. <laughs> so you remember when you were there last with Yitzhak, who was just, just adorably snoring, you know, Half on a couch, still wearing his white suit with his tuxedo T-shirt. No one's seen um, him wake up at any point, but he mysteriously has a lit cigarette in his hand. Yeah, that's just not his mouth. It's just in his lip. It's kind of moving mm-hmm. with every snore. Um, Ray dance style. Fakeman. Yeah, exactly. Fakeman. There's a, you know, you got a fire escape, in the back door, um, and a window upstairs in the office. You have a couple of keyways in that aren't the front door. But if we want to cut to that, here's the three of you in front of the Club Molnia. It is decidedly less impressive during the day than it was at night. Um, the neon is unlit. It is just kind of a large rectangular building in a nice part of town, but not, you know, not standing out by any means and looking very much like a place that is just a, it's just a bar, you know, nothing fun about it now. How, uh, how busy does it look during the day right now? Oh, it looks uh, empty. There's, I mean, there's no lights on, or there's, there's no cars out front. Are they even um, open? No, they're not open. No, not at okay. Perfect. Twelve thirty okay. afternoon. Oh, perfect. This is a nightclub. Yeah, they don't they don't serve brunch during the day or anything like that. No breakfast specials. God damn it. Good at a good bar. Why don't you make a make a quick notice check for me? Who? Whoever wants to. Okay. I'm currently on uppers. I could, uh, I could do that. I'll, I'll spend one point and uh, give it a roll. I am also going to roll, but I don't think I'm going to spend money on it. Roll one d six plus one. I got six. <laughs> <laughs> we both did it. <laughs> I, I rolled a six. Okay, um, Tyler, it looks good. 
Tyson, you know, does this kind of quick one around. Everything seems nice, easy. The lights all seem off. Nobody seems to be there. There's no movement, no sound inside. Awesome. Uh, Tane, you do a, just another, the same thing, just a little slower. You know, you light a cigarette, do a walk around. There's a car parked in the back. Or sorry, there's a car parked in the front. Just kind of, not right in front, but close enough to be, you know, if I'm going inside, I could park there, I guess. So I don't want to park right in front and look like I'm open. Uh, there's probably someone inside. I am. I just kind of elbow the guys next to me. It's like, and just kind of like gesture ever so slightly with my chin. Just like, hey, uh, I think we've got company over there. You want me to um, investigate who it is? Oh, not someone in the car. It's an empty car. Oh. But it's parked. Oh, okay. I thought you said there's someone like, like there's someone in the car. No, it, like, no. Parked there. No, from where it looks, you're kind of looking at it. It's probably someone, one person, maybe one, maybe two, depending on how many people are in this car. Did, uh, yeah, how, how big is the car? Is it only a two-seater? No, it's a sedan. You know, it's just a, not fancy by any means. It's just a, a, your average four-door sedan. Yeah, we got a possibility of one to four people. They're, uh... Five if they, um, you know, they couple. We could always go have somebody knock and ask if, uh, I guess you don't want to draw too much attention. But in the efforts to be able to see inside without having to do too much extra work, we could go under the ruse of, I lost my passport. Hmm. Or we could just go in through the back window. Well, I'll do that. <laughs> I, I just start walking up. To where? Uh, to the front door. <laughs> just start knocking. I'm going to roll around the corner into the alley so that I can look around the building and see Tane. But not be in immediate line of sight of the front door. Strom, where are you at, buddy? Uh, I'm I'm going to be in the car, keeping an eye out, uh, just across the street. Okay. And try to have a view down the alley, make sure that I can see, you know, if anybody's going up through the back but also trying to have a side on the front, if that makes sense. Yeah, keep an eye on the front door and then look kind of down this alleyway off to the side, kind of where Tyson is heading down. Right there? That'd be it. Perfect. Okay. Tyson, you just kind of wander down the alley. Tane, you're banging on this door. And you just kind of... Bang, 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 bang. Hi! Bang, 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 bang. I don't want to know your name. I just want... Oh, wait, I'm um, sorry, bang, bang, let me, bang, uh, bang. <clears throat> I'm gonna, uh, switch up. <clears throat> I, I don't actually speak Ukrainian, but my character does. Uh, you hear this very faint, hold on, hold on. You know, a subtle cursing from wherever it is down there, um, kind of from behind the thing, and after a couple of minutes, the door opens just a smidge, you know, you, you hear the sound of, well, one, two, like three deadbolts coming undone. And you see about half of a woman's face, and she says, Can I help you? We're closed. Oh, yeah, no, I'm very sorry. Uh, I have left my, my passport here. Uh, I'm, it's very important. I, I've, I've planned to catch in, in the few bar hours. The opens yeah. at 7.30 p.m. Yeah, my, my plane leaves at, at, at 3. No, my, my plane leaves at 3. It's very important. I am very sorry. Is the bar opens anything? at 7.30. It, it, she goes to kind of start closing the door. And I, I, I'm just gonna like put my foot in. It's like, please, no. It, I, if I do not make this, I'm, I'm going to lose my job. It's uh, end of vacation. It was my last hazard. I just please, I, I do not want to lose, you know, everything just because of, you know, closing time. I just don't need my passport. Uh, make a roll for me. 
I will do negotiation. Uh, spend my one point. And just real quick, not to be that guy, which which uh, accent are you going for? Uh, kind of, you know, Ukrainian, Eastern European, Russian. Okay, I was going to say, why do you need your passport while you're in Ukraine? <laughs> no, because I'm. if you look at me, I'm definitely not Ukrainian. But, you yeah, know, got, speaking gotcha. the... I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, basically, when I do the accent, I'm speaking the language. Gotcha, gotcha. I was like, I'm so confused. It's like, what the fuck happened to Tane? Alright, roll 1d6 plus 1. I got a 4. Okay, she kind of sighs. Um, okay. Uh, come in, we will look behind the bar real fast. Come in. Oh, thank you, she... thank you. I, this is the fourth place I've checked already. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm freaking out. Busy night, yeah? She kind of just... Left us all. Brings you in and walks up to the bar. Um... You weren't there last night. Um, no. It is this large, at this point, empty, cavernous building. Um, Two-story. There's a large horseshoe-shaped central bar in the middle. Um, across from you, kind of towards the back wall, is the stage set up. It's kind of a DJ booth with towels. Or not towels, but, um, you know, drapes over them now. There's a kind of a catwalk balcony above you on one side. The stairs go up. Um, you see rooms off, obviously, where they met last night and that's where they spied on Shulkov and in the back you see a couple of doors again on the upstairs um, set in the back of the building so it goes a little deeper than where the actual bar is now but it's there and she kind of goes and it looks like she's all alone right now yeah she's you know oh geez you see her now she's wearing like you know she's got a just like a button-up shirt um sleeves rolled up you know her hair's in a bun um She's obviously some kind of like nighttime janitor, daytime janitor, cleaner. You know, she's got, a, you know, you see a big thing of like the yellow vinyl gloves are up on the bar. She's been scrubbing stuff down. Oh, you you got to clean this place all by yourself? Oh, no help? Jeez. I want to jump on the comms uh, as soon as I saw him going inside and just be like, uh, if if she's alone, compliment the bar top. If there's more than three people, uh say something about the polish on the floor, and if there's five or more, say something about the upstairs. I'm just really surprised. It's a big place. Do you get everything done in time? Wow. You must be a professional. Uh, yeah, I work for the cleaning company. Um, give me a moment, and she kind of goes digging around in the back, and I don't see any passports. Um, it looks like nothing was left open, so... Nothing behind the counter? It's a very nice countertop, by the way. This whole bar thing was really nice. Uh, no. And she kind of moves some things around. She goes over the cash register and moves some stuff around. Um, it looks empty to me. So, okay, thank you. Damn. You have yeah, to go no, now. Thank you. Th- no, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm sorry for taking your time. Have, have a wonderful day. I, oh, damn. Where to next? Fuck, fuck. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wander out as I'm muttering to myself about, like, shit, what am I going to do? Uh, oh, do you have a... Is there a name? If they find something, should I let them know? Oh, yes. Uh, it is uh, uh, Johnny Fawn. <laughs> Johnny Fawn? Yes, yes. Okay, Johnny Fawn. I'll let them know. Thank you. She yeah, kind of ushers you, you out and throws the deadbolts behind you. Perfect. I will walk around uh, the block before I come back and get into the car with uh, uh, Wes. Okay. Tyson, you're in the back, bud. Um, I wanted to stroll down the alley and wait until I got uh, some kind of information back about those numbers. 
And as soon as I heard him compliment the bar top, I'm fucking jumping up on dumpsters and up the uh, up the fire escape quickly and quietly and uh, trying to get inside that office window. Or okay, make I'd like to look through the window before I just go barreling through it as a point of clarification. (laughs) (laughs) Make an FX check for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Add two to this one. For a total of eight. You just jump up and it's it's nice and smooth. I mean, you just run, hop on top of this dumpster that's set there, jump, grab your two fingers onto the bottom of this fire escape, and as it comes down, you manage to somehow uh, bring it down a little slower and quieter than it would be. So there's no big clang, there's no big scatter. As you just get it, bring it down, and start to clamber your way up, and then you ride the fire escape back up. And there's a couple of doors. Um, or there's a door and a window. So you peek through the window, and it looks like um, it's an older window. You know, it's got wood framing. You know, eight little panes in. It's got a hinge. It looks like it opens from the top. You know, it hinges the bottom, and it opens up like a, almost like a dormer. Um, is that a dormer window? I'm gonna get that's a rabbit hole I don't need to go into right now. <laughs> but you look in. Make a notice check for I me. I can do that. Um, where? Oh, okay, there we go. Alright. Two. Two. Two? It looks, um, dark in there. Windows are kind of dirty. Uh, doors closed, no lights around, no lamps. Easy. And there's a door as well? Yes, there is a door. Okay, so um, am I still in line of sight of the car? No. No, you're in the back of the okay. building now. Get on the comms real quick. Uh... I can't see anything inside through the window. I'm going to try going in for a second. I'm going to try and get a clearer look inside for a second. And uh, after that, I'll go and check on the door and see if it happens to be unlocked. Uh, it does not. The door is very much locked. Big kind of heavy steel handle. I feel like um, that's a fire code violation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling the fire marshal immediately. Uh, all right. Well, let's start making that not be locked anymore. If I can, is there the ability to access the locks, the locking mechanisms from the outside? Yeah, yeah. There's. You can see where keys awesome. you put in. Let's uh, go for that with a plus one for a total of six. Nice. Plus one is six. Okay, so you just fiddle with it for a minute. You kind of get your your lock picks in there and you push up, but it's not the you know, I mean, it's, you make this lock work, you know, in a heartbeat. And you hear this nice heavy chunk. And you pull the door open and you can see where it's, um, it is like a fire escape door, you know, with a crash mm-hmm. bar in it. It made a nice loud kind of clicking sound as you pulled it open, but you swing it open and you find yourself in what looks kind of like a, like a break room. There's a, there's a table, there's a set of lockers off to one side. There's like a small little microwave, a couple of chairs. Um, a small refrigerator. It is. I mean, it looks like a, it's just a staff room. Um, I'll come in and uh, push the breaker bar in, and then pull the door shut behind me slowly, so that it doesn't uh, clunk behind me. You know. Yeah, it's just. Uh, and then I'll stop and listen for a second, see if I hear any any feet making their way towards me. No, there's just kind of the faint sound of um, just like pop music. 
is just kind of rattling off kind of tinnily from somewhere far outside the door. Awesome. Okay, here we go. And there is just one other door across from you. Uh, is there a gap at the bottom of it, or is it pretty well sealed? Yeah, there's a small gap. Let's sure. uh, let's go ahead and head on over to that and get down on my hands and knees and get real low and try and look under it and just be extra careful while I'm walking around this place in the daytime that I'm super unfamiliar with and going into blind. Don't love it. It looks pretty easy outside. Um, you know, there's no feet, there's no shadows on the other side okay. of this door. You look out and it looks like the same walkway that you saw that you walked on last night. Okay. Um, and there was no, uh, there's no computer terminal at all in this break room. All right. No. Okay, I guess I gotta do it. Um, let's try and sneak my way on out. I guess. Let's see how this goes. Okay, make a make a quick infiltration check for me, just to get a little sneaky all sneak right. on there. We go ahead and throw another plus one to that, or a total of three. Okay, you step out. You feel pretty good. You're looking around. You don't see anybody. You don't see whoever Tane had been talking to. And as you, the door closes, you just step away from it a little too much, and there's just this loud thwack as it closes real heavy, and the music switches off. And you wait a minute. You give it a beat, and you hear just the telltale sound of what sounds like someone kind of muttering a little ways away. Do I only hear one voice? One voice. I am going to get on the comms again and uh, as quietly as I can. I think I've been made, boys. It's not dire, but it's not good. Tane, go knock on the door again. Huh? What? Oh, oh, all right. Are you in a stolen car currently, or your beloved baby? Oh, damn baby. it. I want you to crash her car into her car. No. Ah, uh, I know. I understand. I get it. Uh, I make sure I'm in a well-marked area that I, I'm like I'm not gonna get like a ticket <laughs> or something, and I just go over. Well, I'm gonna see if Tane's thing works first. Wait, why don't you just steal her car and then I can report it to her? Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, I'll go over and just uh pop it pop open her car. Okay. Make the one spend again, yeah? Yep. See that a brand new car. <laughs> okay, so I made that spend. Uh, I'll just kind of take it around the corner and uh, park it in an alley. Get out and walk away. Okay. Uh, so you walk out there and you kind of jack the car as you do that. Tane, you're walking up to the front door? Mm-hmm. Okay. You start banging on the front door. Um, Tyson, you can hear this kind of loud thwacking sound as Tane is battering on that front door, and you hear some soft curses. It's you know silent in this building now, so you hear some soft curses. Like, oh, and she walks up to the front door, swings open at you, Tyson, or sorry, Tane. God, some key <laughs> names. Tyson Tane Strom, and the door kind of cracks. And she goes, "How can I help you?" Oh. Uh, someone just stole your car. I I turned around and I saw it. What? I tried to run. Look, look! Someone stole your car. It, I tried to get here faster. Jesus Christ! I, you've been so helpful. I just I feel the bed. 
yeah, I mean, you had a successful negotiation. You had a successful, what was that, negotiation earlier with her? Yeah. Uh-huh. She says, um, okay. The guy looked um, like Danny DeVito. Okay, I will, how long ago? Like, seconds ago, it just, it just happened. Shit, and she kind of opens the door, she walks out, she goes out to the parking lot and looks around, she goes, did you see where it went? It, I saw it go down the street there, and then it took, I, I give the opposite direction, it took a, and then took a left, it's it, it speeding up here, a little man, bald, big, big hair on the sides, like, like Larry from Stooges. Shit, okay, and she pulls out a cell phone and starts to dial 911, or whatever the equivalent is, and she watches her dial, you know, three digits, goes, uh, I have to make a couple of phone calls, um, thank you. Yeah, hey, yeah. Tyson, what are you doing? Uh, well, uh, you know, knock, knock, knock comes and I hear the curses and I'm like, okay, cool. Fucking scurry, 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 scurry. Army crawled on the tummy on along over to, uh, because upstairs was just a bunch of like curtained off rooms, this break room apparently, and then an office somewhere, presumably. And an office door that was next to the break awesome. room, actually. Let's get in through that door while she's. Making her way out front. Okay, that door is also locked. What? Does nobody trust anybody anymore? <laughs> Not in the Ukrainian mob. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, does a five help me out for? Easy. Yep. Okay, so you open this door, you pop inside. I mean, it is an office. There's a computer on a desk. There's a desk. There's a couple of file cabinets. Um, a couple of big, ostentatious, shitty chairs. There's a little mirror sitting on a corner of the desk. What do you want to do? Um, I would love to have prepared a, um, you know, a remote data link, something that I can, uh, a thumb drive I can install a program onto his computer, and then I can remotely access all of his information. Is that soon? Sure, make a preparedness check for me. I can do that. Six. Perfect. Yeah, you plug this little dongle that you've got. Um, <laughs> you just plug it into somewhere in the computer. I don't know. You plug it into a USB port. Tight. Um, run some code. You know, you turn the computer on. It runs. It downloads even without being logged in because you're that guy. You know, you you clone your copy of that. You clone yourself into this computer. Give yourself a little back door. Um, and you feel pretty good about it. Uh, and I would also like to, uh, with gloves on, you know, of course, go ahead and start trying to rummage through drawers. Okay. Tane, when she started making phone calls, did you stay or did you walk away? Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to be like, hey, let him know he was, he was a little Dan the V looking guy, but I'm still, still going to look for my passport, but good luck. Oh, God, good luck. And yeah, I'll uh, then kind of do a, like a quick hustle, like like a, like a... Uh, either a a fast walk or a mild jog. Okay. Um. As you do, you kind of make your way away. She starts talking to someone. You hear just uh, you know, it sounds like she does that. There's a break. She talks to somebody else. Makes a couple of phone calls. It sounds like. Goes inside, locks the door, and then is gone. You know, and you have the rest of uh the city in front of you. She's back inside. Repeat, Tyson. She's back inside. You get that, you hear the door close one more time. Uh, you are rummaging through, why don't you give me, oh, what's the test for that, for rummaging through? What are you looking for? Anything that's, like, occult-ish, you know? Okay. Not to be too tropey, but, like, you know, the obvious, like, 
big manila envelope full of photos or the idol that stashed in the secret false bottom of the big drawer in the bottom drawer of the desk or whatever. Okay. Um, as you're pushing through, what you end up finding is a written ledger. Um, it's a small little book. You find it in like a drawer of the desk and it's this small little, I don't know, like um, it's like a pocketbook. You'd find like a little black pocketbook has like a little ribbon in there. And it's a list of, it seems like a list of dates followed by a second date, you know, like a date, a date, generally the day after, and then a monetary list, Mm -hmm. like a number. And up in the corner, you just see the words, Dr. Margaret, and it's just written down. And the money seems reasonable. You know, you see a date and it says, uh, you know, the last one you see is, or the first one you see is July 9th, July 11th. 4,000. July 17th, July 17th, 4,000, 4,000, 4,000. Okay. And it's more that money's, it's, it's money coming in, not money going out. Uh, well, do you have, let's see. I don't have any accounting. Do you like a, you don't have accounting or finance? Oh, bummer. Okay. Uh, but that's what you see. I mean, it seems it's a list okay. of numbers and dates. Um, and having a three in data recovery can I try and see if there's anything that, uh, you know, I guess that's the thing I can do later. That's not a thing I need to deal with while I'm in, in here. Okay. Um, I will. So are there upcoming dates or is it all just, it's, it's all in the past. Um, the last date was last night. It said, uh, you know, September 19th or September 12th or whatever the date is at this point. I've kind of lost track. It's been a couple of days since I right. last noted it. But it was that uh, there was no secondary date and no number. Okay. Okay, so something was handed off last night. Hasn't been paid for. I don't know. And Dr. Margaret was the name, correct? Dr. Margaret. Well, uh, I'm going to... When I was out in the hallway, did it look um, like it was still dirty upstairs? Make a notice check for me. Okay. One. Um, you can tell it's dark. You were more paying attention to not being noticed. Totally. You weren't really checking the dirt. All right. Well, then, uh, is, and there's no windows in this office. There is a window in the office. Okay. Um, before I go out that, I uh would like to take one of those little uh audio recording devices that I was fiddling with last night and uh, plant it somewhere inconspicuous. Okay, make a concealed check for me. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah, you just kind of pop it up. You feel pretty good about it. Get it in, like, the track of the of the pen drawer in the middle of the desk. You get it mounted in the desk and uh, make your way out, I assume, yeah? Yeah, open the window and head on out. Okay, you tuck and roll your way out and you're gone. Make your way back to the dart, and you have infiltrated and exfiltrated yourself out of Clamolnia with some new information. Spectacular. This has been a Role Playing Grenade podcast. Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Twitter at RPGrenadePod and on Instagram at Role Playing Grenade. Our intro and outro music was written and recorded by Stephen Hoshaw. Thanks again, pal. We'll see you next time, and until then, remember, when in doubt, 
raise the stakes. I very much like fucking sneaking in and out of places and being a little, little sneaker. <laughs>